Hello everyone, and welcome to Visalia Unified's Equity and Student Services Department. On this podcast, we will be talking with educators, support providers, and administrators on how they incorporate equity and SEL into today's educational system. Go ahead, mute your Zoom. All right, we're connected. Yay. <laughs> Thank you for taking time out of your day to join us for our podcast. It was kind of uh, crazy getting this signed on, but we got it. <laughs> so we are here with Cindy Moreno. And if you would, tell us a little about yourself, You know where you're from, what your position is, where are you located at, and then how long have you been in education? Sure. Thank you for having me. Um, yes. So a little bit about myself. Um, well, I have, I get the pleasure of raising three boys, uh, two of which are graduates at, of this district, Redwood, Go Big Blue, um, youngest in seventh grade. They keep me sharp, definitely. <laughs> you know, and I don't, I don't think you can ever stop raising them. You know, like I said, I have two graduates, but it, it doesn't stop. I, I, there's always something to learn, something to teach. Right. Oh, absolutely. Let them grow from, yeah. So um, they are my motivation. Um, I come from a big family, aunts, uncles, cousins. Grew up in Cutler. No one ever really knows where that's at, but it's um, <laughs> uh, it's on your way to the Sequoia Mountains, if you ever frequent that. Yep. And a lot of people know it um, from the restaurant Espy's. Okay. Yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. Nope. So- I know where that's at. Yes. They always so, they always attach um, cutler with a rosy, right? Of course, but we, Which... I did not grow up in a rosy. <laughs> yes, so um, a little bit of my um, graduated from Redwood as well. Um, it's pretty traditional. My family, my dad, also graduated from there. Um, moved away to San Francisco for a while, then came back, and I've been here ever since. Um, Okay. Where are you, where are you located at as far as uh, teaching goes or. So um, I am a behavior intervention specialist and I'm in my 14th year here with the district. I um, started off as a general activities aide and have just kind of advanced up and I've always been, education has always been a thing for me. Um, Always wanted to become a teacher. However, when I got into behavior, um, I really found my niche. I was um, really uh, just uh, at first overwhelmed, but then saw the change yeah. that was possible. And so that really motivated me to continue in that field. Um, so, yeah, so now I'm at um, Crestwood Preschool. Um, they call it now Early Learning Center. And um, uh, this year, I'm actually, with distance learning, I'm actually able um, to teach some uh, SEL with my preschoolers through Zoom. And that has been very exciting. Very. Well, that's what I want to dive into. I had heard that that's where you were. And and I come from a secondary, 7 through 12, for 20 years. So this is going to be very fascinating for me. I'm looking forward to this conversation. And you talked, you'd said that you have been able to use some SEL um, at your site. And you're, and I want to get that right. You said early 
Early Crestwood Early Learning Center. Crestwood Early Learning Center. So what age group are we we looking at here? Threes and fours. Threes and fours. All right. So enlighten me. How how is SEL being taught, used, or done at that age level? Well, you know, what's life without SEL? It's in everything we do. Um, And many of the teachers, um, I think in our training the other day, I I heard someone comment that the teachers are already doing it. They just don't have that uh, common language to give it a label to identify it. But, you know, it's all about um, connections, relationships, and um, in, with our little preschoolers, this is their first experience in the learning environment. And what's so awesome, I must add to, to this whole distance learning, is that it is now a family experience. Yeah. So it's like a twofer. You know, we, we, um, we use the appropriate language and model to teach them uh, you know, the different components of SEL, the skills it takes to learn, um, the emotions tied with that, having empathy, learning how to manage our emotions, um, problem solving skills, and they're learning right alongside their parents. Oh, nice. Which, which makes it an even more powerful um, thing because they can immediately begin supporting their children at home. Right, right. It, it provides a, an entry point for those family discussions. Oh, that, you know, I, that is not something that crossed my mind, but now that you say that I can, I can see that in my, in my head, I can see that interactions you would have with a, with a student. And then knowing that the parent is in close proximity and having that ability to reach out for both that, that's a really good point to bring up. So I would say that that's probably SEL has impacted you like on a daily, weekly basis then based on what you've just said. Absolutely. Absolutely. And um, with that being said, so what impact do you see SEL having? And now this is going to be a little different because sometimes I ask teachers and, and BITs and other, how does it impact a classroom? But you've alluded that it impacts the home. It does. So if you can, yeah. So Mm -hmm. if you can elaborate on that, that would be fantastic. Yeah. So like it, it reminds me of, you know, growing up myself, Um, I'm showing my age there, but back in my time of learning, we did not, we were not taught to um, identify our feelings and label our feelings and learn from them. And, and other than, you know, be nice to your friends, that, that was about it. Um, So having the, the luxury of a whole curriculum that does that. Wow. Um, These preschoolers um, are just learning and their parents, you know, whatever age they might be, um, they may have had a similar experience as I've just shared in not learning how to identify. So it's an open discussion there in the household that I feel very honored to be a part of um, because we're, we're teaching the, the family unit how yeah. to go about life in a more connected way. Right, right. No, that's, I can see that happening. Um, and getting the family connected. So that tips into SEL for inequity for adults. So I'm, I'm going to draw on some things you said earlier. You have, you have three, three sons and mm-hmm. they're seventh grade and up. Have you seen uh, SEL impact as a parent now? Also taking some of the things you do for 
I'm not saying the same exact things, but maybe, I don't know, that you would do in, in your job right now, but implementing them as a parent, do you see a connection there? Absolutely. And what's funny is that my oldest, who knew me before, I've always been a very, you know, touchy-feely, talking, you know, connection-building kind of person, just my nature. But my son, who is 22, uh, almost 23 now, he tells me, he knows when I'm doing something a little different because he tells me, uh, don't try to pull that stuff. I know what you know. <laughs> this is not working. I'm, so it's a challenge for me because I said, okay, he, he sees it as two separate things. And, you know, he thinks he knows it all. Those millennials. They oh, yeah. <laughs> and I'm mom, so I'm already, you know, I bring something different to the table. But um, yes, it's just a very powerful, I think testimony is very powerful. Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, that's what relationships are all about. Um, that's how we're able to, to learn, you know, um, people's stories, lessons learned, um, changes that are happening. And in school settings, you know, why do we learn? Why, why, why? And so to become our best selves, um, how do we do that? Through making mistakes. And that's okay. And I think that's a big thing that the district's been pushing is that growth mindset. Yeah. And it's funny because my, my seventh grader, has a total different uh, mindset um, and uh, with mistakes, making mistakes. And I encourage mistakes and there are opportunities to learn. And so my oldest often kind of looks at me like, what? When I used to make mistakes, I used to get yelled at. And I was just like, oh, no, I, I did that one wrong. <laughs> it's all a learning curve, right? And yeah, <laughs> yeah. no, no, I, I understand completely. Um, yes. So this, this second step um, curriculum is that's what it's called. Second step. It allows me to give that um, to use common language, um, you know, to the to the families on Zoom and to our teachers so they can also because I'm only on for a short amount of time. They've right. got their class, you know, all the days. And so they continue with that common language. So it's like that repetition, those routines when I come on. I, I keep it short and sweet, teach the skill, give them the tools on how to use that. Parents are in the background. It's really cool to see. Um, it's, I have to be very lively. These are preschoolers, right? So yeah. I've got to come with some pow. And um, so parents are, 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 I can see them in the background like, hmm, you know, and so it's, it's just a really cool opportunity. That's really neat it, to have that experience and, and being able to see um, a parent in the background. And be able to mm -hmm. see the connections going on there. Because, you know, I'm, I'm thinking traditional school, that element is removed. Um, yes. So you just now have the child. And you hope that the child, and I'm thinking now high school, but now with what you're saying, hoping they can take that home and be able to explain and talk about it. Whereas now you can, they can actually, parents can hear you yes. saying the, the right, the language and the, and the things that are being said there. So how powerful can that be? I mean, that is I can see that being very beneficial for students as they progress past where they're at right now. Right. So 14 years in the district and mother of three and teaching the, just the, just the little, little ones. What advice would you give anybody at any level or any job that's going into education from somebody who's been teaching 20 years to their first year to somebody who's doing behavior support to an administrator what advice would you give them? 
Well, from a behavior support, because I'm a behavior specialist, I, I, I have to say that connection before correction is huge, huge, um, always has been, I believe. Um, but it's, it's, it's uh, easily, more easily said than done. Um, I understand that coming from, uh, you know, looking through behavior lenses, uh, working with tier three uh, students, and now all the way down to preschoolers. Um, it gave me a, gives me a, a really cool lens to look through, but it's the same. It's yeah. those connections is that was what's going to take it off, you know, it, it, and, and, and learning to be vulnerable. Yeah. Yep. Yep. You know, and we, we need a little fear because, you know, fear is like courage walking, you know, it doesn't, you, you need a little bit of it. Um, and so I, that's, the, that's our children here in, in, our students here at the district is especially during this time when there's lots of fear happening. Right. Um, we, we need to be vulnerable with them and, and model, you know, having grace and having um, a true, you know, a belief in them. And that is how do you, how do you believe in someone while well, you talk to them and you learn about them? Right. Um, yeah. I, what really resonated with right there with what you said is is having the grace, but the the connection before correction. I, yes. I I think that might be the first time I've actually synthesized that. I might have heard that before, but the way you explained it is that is so. I really really appreciate that, and it and it drives home maybe a point that gets overlooked sometimes. Kind of too quick to correct when you should have connect. That what a great I mean you should coin that phrase. I don't know who does it, but that's uh, positive discipline. Positive discipline. Okay. So that <laughs> that to me, i I think I've probably heard it, but it never really resonated until just now. So thank you so much for for bringing that to my eyes. Um sure. is there anything else you before we shift gears here, is there anything else you would like to share? There's too much. <laughs> that's why I agreed to come on this podcast. There's there's too much. You know, I, I um yeah, I, I'm just here as, as a resource. And, um, you know, I, I must say over this pandemic, over, over these pandemics, you know, when school started to close in early March, I felt such a sense of urgency to do more. And, 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 and I feel like it's happening now. Yeah. You know, I'm actually doing something that's, you know, proven. Right. To, to help success. I, I think that's a common feeling going across the, the district, going across the country is, you know, where are we, where are we going? How long is it going to take us to get there? And am I doing enough? Or yeah, that, that can be something that can be a little bit on the burdensome side, but it sounds to me like you have got a good handle on that. Um, and you've got this nice positive attitude going in and that's contagious. Uh, positivity yes, is that, very contagious. There it is right there. Yes. <laughs> Yes, modeling. Yep, there it is. Yeah, it, and sometimes, you know, I, I think as I do these podcasts, um, I have come across some phenomenal people, and they all are like yourself. They're very positive, and they, they enjoy what they do, and they understand what's what's important. And so I appreciate you coming in and, and saying this, especially with the, with the early learners like that. That is, to me, just fascinating because I have a couple of grandkids, and I, I find myself – um, how do I want to explain it? Being a granddad, 
which is more of my old school style when in reality I should probably have a little bit better connection. I mean, I, you know, I expect my, my really young ones to be out there working with me and, you know, picking stuff up. I'm like, get out here, you know, and really I should be like, Hey, you know, you want to play a little bit first, you know, that kind of a thing. So. Yes. That, that really, um, that reminds me of, you know, um, I lost my dad a little over five years ago and wow, I still am learning things. Yeah from him now. Yeah. I, you know, it's funny you say that, you know, my, my parents are getting up there and it's funny, the older I get, the smarter they are. <laughs> right. Yeah. Cause when I was in high school, my parents didn't know anything, but right now that I'm my age and they are their age, the older I get, the smarter they are. And I'm like, Oop, I missed a good <laughs> opportunity. So <laughs> So for our final thoughts here, if you would share with us, what is, uh, what book or article are you reading right now, currently? Okay, so I'm a little bit of a uh, multitasker when it comes to reading. Okay. I read snippets of lots of different books. Um, I read a lot of scripture um, that, that gets me through um, my everyday. But, um, you know, I really, I, I have to say, uh, Eckhart Tolle, um, The Power of Now. Okay. Um. It's not that it's my best. I just started it. I think I may be in the third section of it right now, but um, it's it's a it's a real eye opener. Um, as you know, we're we're living out of so much fear um, right now, uh, hesitance and and just a point of not knowing, not having control. Right. And so, he if anybody's familiar with Eckhart Tolle, he's it's all about the now in the moment. And to get rid of that fear because it, the future, we, you can't think about the future too much. It might be a little bit overwhelming, but think about this moment before you miss out on this moment. Right, right. I'm going to put that in the show notes. So we'll, we'll recap that uh, the power of now. Um, do you have a favorite quote that you rely on or you go to? Those are the good old <laughs> scriptures. Got many. You, I have post notes all over my house. And uh, with, with scripture. So, yeah, those are good to rely on. They've been around. They've been around. They've been, yeah. stand the test of time. Yeah. So our last question is a technology question. And I've kind of changed this a little bit um, because we are all in technology. And the, this originated if we were in, in traditional learning, you know, what what's your use of technology. But what I'm really looking for here is, is there an app or is there a technology tool that you find beneficial for the students you engage with? Oh, that's Zoom. Zoom. It's absolutely Zoom because that's how I can make um, those connections. We, we can see body language. We can hear their voices. And, and that's all you need. Yeah. To, to, you need a voice and you need words to make sense with. And, and you, can, you can build connection right there. So just out of curiosity with Zoom, I, I know that there is it's out there that students can elect to, to show their screen or not show their screen. In your case, do you have the majority of your kids on screen? Do they choose to? All of them all, are on screen. All of them. That's, that's, mm -hmm. there you go. I'm telling you that too, for it's, it's powerful, <laughs> you know, because some of going back really quick, um, I just, I can't emphasize enough, um, you know, working in, in elementary, secondary, uh, high school in my past, you know, we always, that, that that family connection, that what happens at home. Right. You know, I always wondered about that. Like, how can we connect that? Because that's powerful. That's, you know, that's their world. Yeah. And so being able to, to have a little snippet of it in the short time that I have, 
you know, some parents may have never learned how to put, um, identify their own feelings and emotions and, and not to say all, I'm just saying some. So, um, I, I think it's just a really neat dynamic zoom. Yeah, no, it's, you know, it's, it's kind of taken for granted. And yeah. I'm thinking, I'm trying to remember here. I've done some of these podcasts. I think you're the first one that has actually said, this is your tool. This is, this is mm-hmm. what you're using. I mean, we have others that use really great instructional tools, but in reality, that platform zoom is, is it's everything right now. That's right. It's everything right now. Well, That's thank you right. so much for taking the time out of your busy day. I know how that goes and um, connecting with this. And the last thing is if somebody would like to get a hold of you, what's the best way for them to reach you? Uh, email. Okay. Uh, C Moreno at VUSD.org. All right. I will also put that in the show notes. So those of you out there that have questions about how this looks at this age level, uh, Cindy is a tremendous resource. And I thank you so much for taking the time to spend with us and talk to us. Yes, please reach out. Thank you for having me. Will do. Thanks. We'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us on today's episode. We'd like to thank our guests for their time and input. If you would like more information about equity and SEL, please visit our website at sites.google.com backslash vusd.us backslash equity and student services department backslash home. Equity and Student Services Department is all one word. And thank you again for joining us. May the rest of your week have many wins. Stay safe, take care of yourself, and take care of each other.